Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Today, I've got Lebo Mokheti with me. Lebo, welcome and thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me, Belinda. Lebo, please tell me about your career path. Where did it all start? Where are you currently at? So it started for me when I was 13. Um, I actually went to school in Bloemfontein. So um, we visited a friend's farm and I just fell in love with um, the lifestyle of farming. So from then on, I knew that I wanted to be in agriculture. I didn't really understand um, how vast the field of agriculture is. Mm. So when I got to university, I was registered for a degree in animal science and like we did a tour with the department and one of the tours was at the dairy farm and I saw cows being milked and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, so I decided to do horticulture, which is um, where I really um, found a lot of joy. Um, I did my undergrad in horticultural science and plant pathology. Um, towards the end of my degree, I really enjoyed the post-harvest aspect. Uh, post-harvest management. So I then decided to continue with my studies and do a postgraduate degree, a master's degree in um, uh, post-harvest management um, and specifically focused on pomegranates. Okay. Um, While doing my my master's, I did an internship at Berry World um, and there I was exposed to the pre and post-harvest aspects of um, blueberry production in South Africa. Um, I then went on to do a, another year at the company where I was doing estimates, um, where I was uh, an estimate assistant and did some research assisting as well there. And then I decided after my studies to take a break um, and to follow some passion projects. Um, um, after that, I, I worked at a consulting company where we focused mostly on natural ingredients the natural ingredient sector and getting that industry um, started up. I really was not very useful, but I learned a lot in that business. Um, and then I um, went back again to Berry World and um, was a quality control inspector working at the depots, checking that food was um, you, you know, okay to go to customers for both for export and local um, consumption. And now I've just left the Cape with my husband. We moved up to Pretoria, and I'm looking forward to um, a new adventure this side. Oh, wow. Listen, this is quite quite a, a pathway. Um, if you would have to estimate now, um, how many years are we talking about since the beginning of this career pathway of yours? I mean, I only I graduated um, 2016, so I, I matriculated in 2012, um, went to varsity 2013, uh, graduated from my undergrad in 2016, and then did my master's for longer than most people um, <laughs> and then while I was working and I started working from 2019 um, up until now so it's only been a short while but yes. it's been quite jam-packed. And, and what I can sort of like sense then is that there was quite a lot of experience that basically led you to you know your passion or, or what it is that you wanted then to do. Yeah I think I, I experienced quite a lot from just um, the 
time that we we would go visit farms and I, I saw a lot mm. um because you have practicals within your your degree so I saw a lot in that time and then also having worked while doing my masters meant that I was experiencing the industry while working towards my degree so I was quite immersed in, in a lot of the things and I was lucky enough to be in a company that was willing to let um interns you know sit in on um big big CEO meetings. So they were willing yeah. to expose you to, um, you know, those important conversations with clients, um, with growers. So it was it was an experience in itself. Yeah, and making use of all those opportunities that comes your yes. way, right? Where are you currently at? I mean, you have now started with animals. It went into horticulture. It went into the post-production. Um, where is it that you are now within Pretoria then? So... I'm starting a new role. I'm not really sure what it's going to be about, but it's um, it's focused on biosecurity. So okay. um, when when we're talking about about biosecurity, we are talking about things like uh, controlling the export and imports in the, within the country, mostly focused on policy development. So making sure that no one brings in like a creepy um, <laughs> insect that's going to kill all our mealies. Okay. If, yes. Yeah. If we just yeah, to to simplify it. So yeah. that's what we're, I'm going to be working on. I'm not really sure what it's, it's a new um, department within the university. So I'm excited for that. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, wonderful. So that, yeah, that's going to be something to follow and see what, you know, what you are doing, where you are going. So that's amazing. Have you ever decided uh, or doubted your decision uh, to, to to do what you do, to study what you have done? Um, no, not at all. I would do it all over again. I've learned so much and I've been um, exposed to so many different people and um, uh, organizations. So I would definitely do it all over again. And and what is something that you dislike about um, the work that you do or the industry that you are in? I think in terms of the commercial industry, um, the worst part about being a technical person is that the industry is really focused on the numbers, um, on marketing, on logistics, like, and it's not um, focused on the technical work. Mm. Um, so I miss the hard science when you when you are in the industry and you did study for as long as I did. You miss the hard science. Yeah. And um, what do you think also is your biggest challenge then in this industry or in, even in your own career? I think the the biggest challenge that I'm facing in my career is what most people are facing in theirs. And um, that the fourth, fourth industrial revolution, um, you know, is upon us and we're having to embrace technology in a way that we've never had to before. So mm -hmm. every job is requiring you to have some experience with data or um, some experience with, bi with Power BI or, you know, some form of software development. Yeah. And um, it's it's pretty daunting to, to have to like learn that new skill. Absolutely. And how do you keep up with the times? I mean, is, is some of the companies that really investing back into you to reskill yourself or do you have certain platforms that you can advise people to go to to do that? I, I think the company, especially Barrier World, really invests in um, getting you upskilled if you want if you've seen a, a course or a program that you want to enroll in and you can you know justify how it's going to help improve your work they will definitely invest in that so that was the the main source so i did some excel um um training with with them and um we start we had started on power bi as well but i think youtube is always a great um 
resource and there's a lot of LinkedIn courses um, that are helpful in, you know, equipping yourself and upskilling yourself. And then um, if you could change anything in, in the career, I mean, would you have done something differently? I, I actually don't think so. I think um, maybe I would have um, added in, I still have the chance to, uh, but add in a, a business element to my to my studies. Um, I think I would have done that, but I still have the chance to. So I don't think there's anything that I would have changed so far. I think there's only, um, you know, bigger and better to look forward to in the future. Yeah. And what advice then would you give to somebody that's interested in the agriculture industry? I think um, the advice I would give is actually identify what your interest is and um, don't necessarily go with um, what is, what is going to make the most money, for example. Uh-huh. I think a lot of the, the the jobs right now in industry are mostly genetics-based and breeding. So mm-hmm. that, that is a popular um, uh, role. But I, I found that I'm, I'm not a, the type to enjoy breeding and um, genetics. So I think find what you like and see how you can make it work for yourself within the industry. For example, yeah. someone is a marketing or is a people's person, you can definitely go into like fruit and, and vegetable marketing and, you know, work at the markets or work in a marketing company. Um, so you can find your niche within this this agricultural field. It's quite big for, um, for it's, it's big enough for everyone. And are you seeing something interesting, um, you know, arising? In, I, I know, that for, for instance, recently, uh, food security is, you know, growing and, and being become a, a hot topic, basically, in the industry. Is there something else that you can pick up in the industry that is, uh, yeah, interesting to you? I think, I'm not sure. I think I have a, a hunch for what I think is going to be. I think what, what's, what, as I said, genetics. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of what South Africa was doing, especially within the, the fruit um, production side. I'm not um, well versed in, for example, um, the you know the wheat and the grains. Yeah. But what South Africa was doing was importing, um, you know, samples or cultivars and varieties from overseas, and sort of developing them into uh, South Africa. So yeah. I think what's going to happen now is a lot of companies within the country are going to try and sort of develop their own varieties and cultivars from within South Africa and not necessarily bringing in tissue culture from elsewhere. Yeah. So that's why breeding and, and genetics is so big because people want to have their own um, sort of genetics within the country. So I think that's what where um, things may, may be going. I'm not, I'm not sure. So Lebo, in your career, have you ever had somebody tell you that, you know, this is not a place for females? Huh. <laughs> um, I have to ask because I, I think I that's think, what I see. <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think they would, um, I don't think they would explicitly say it. Yeah. But um, the feeling would be there. Um, yes. We've, we've been on practicals and um, as a black female, we yeah. were two in the class in, in Stellenbosch. Yeah. Um, so as at, at practicals, the you know the farmers will shake the hands of the the manna, yes. and you <laughs> you would feel it. But I mean, who cares? We don't have time for that. Um, yes, there's I a may. Space, yeah, there's a space for us um, at this table. There's a seat at the table, and we're gonna you know take up. We're gonna take up that space. Yeah. So I I wouldn't say that anyone has explicitly said it, but you felt it. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Okay. And definitely, and we're taking up our own spaces. Yeah, and so do you see that that females are starting to take up their space in agriculture? I think they've always been in agriculture, but the facade is that they like the men come forward as always in, mm. within any industry. Um, obviously, male confidence is a thing, and yes. they will obviously, you know, look like they're in the forefront. But I know I've heard of so many stories, and I've seen so many women who are actually behind um, plant nurseries who are running that, you know, the show. And yes. um, my lecturers were all female. Wow. Um, in yeah, in our hot department, there was one male, and I mean, they were they were um, the phenomenon in the eighties and and seventies. Mm. Um, so. I think they've always been behind. It's just that they don't do, they're not doing um, necessarily the physical work, um, like the, the, the actual farming, but in terms of science, yes. in terms of um, sort of management of running operations, they've always been in the background. Yeah, that's amazing. No, I'm I'm happy to know that these at least yeah. females like you, you know, owning your space. <laughs> so that that's great. Lebo, if you have to tell me about two or three skills that you use often, what would that be? I would say communication, number one. Um, it's, it's super important, especially in an industry where you're working with a client and customer. So you're working with the grower who's your client and the customer who's, for example, Woolworths. You need to ensure your communication is, you know, it's not offensive, it's not... Um, you know, you're not blaming anyone for any, you know, quality issues, whatever. Um, I think the other thing is, um, the other skill is Excel. We okay. use it quite of, quite often. I think this might be weird, but time management. Yeah. Um, nobody, I think within every profession, nobody wants somebody who's not going to meet deadlines. Um, nobody wants somebody who's going to be late for meetings. So definitely time management. So communication um, Excel and time management. Okay, Lebo, we are now at our fire questions. Are you ready? Yes, <laughs> fire away. I cannot live without. My mom, she is my best friend. Just don't tell my husband. <laughs> my secret weapon is? I think I'm very perceptive. I always have? A funny story to share. I will never? Compromise on my core values and beliefs. I hope. To make an impact on people's lives. Oh, great stuff. Lebo, on that note, I mean, you have just said that you are, you want to make impact in people's lives and, and I can hear, you know, your journey is quite interesting. And I'm looking forward to also watch you grow in this industry and let the females uh, get on that side of the table. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining us virtually all the way from Pretoria. And I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Belinda. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.